Odyssey celebrates Father's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. I met a guy recently who told me that he spends roughly $250,000 a month. I talked to another person recently who made $50 million at the age of 30. What do you do with that money? How do you spend it? How do you not spend it? What do you invest in? If you meet a rich person, these are questions everyone wants to know, but you're too embarrassed to ask. That's the whole premise of MoneyWise. We talk to real people who have made a significant amount of money, and we ask them all about their finances. My name's Sam Parr, and the podcast is called MoneyWise. That's one word, MoneyWise. You can find MoneyWise wherever you get your podcasts. Ah, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we are on to just professional football. Last week... I was three and two. So was John. Greg was four and one. The Gov five and zero. Oh. Wow! Getting that back is... into the race. Uh, Uga uh, Island. That's right. Uh, Uga. Yeah. Uga. Uga. Yeah. Oh. Uh, right now they the standings. Use him anymore. Greg Hargrave. Oh yeah. Leads uh, me by four. Tom is seven back, and John uh, bringing up the rear eight back. I'm, I'm going for uh, what Stony Dash One did. I'm going for the booby prize. That's right. <laughs> All right. Well, of boobies. We begin with the Seattle Seahawks <laughs> taking on Brock Purdy and those San Francisco 49ers in California. Seattle getting nine and a half points. All indications point to a 49er blowout. I think for some strange reason, this is going to be closer than most people think. Give me, I'll take the points, nine and a half. Uh, John. You know, I I look at that and I go, you know what? Nine and a half points in the playoffs is a lot of points. And the, the games are, they're fast. They're, they're, these are, they're all good enough teams to get into the playoffs. However, we saw Seattle struggle mightily to score points. And we saw Geno Smith time after time come to the sideline and throw his helmet down. He's very frustrated. Offensively, I think they're going to struggle against one of the best defenses this year in the NFL. Brock Purdy, obviously he's going to be making his playoff debut. And he's doing it with a system that Kyle Shanahan has in place where you can insert a quarterback of, of lesser talent, lesser experience, and still find success. I think that they cover this, um, and I'm going to take the uh, the San Francisco 49ers. Gov! Flooding rain potential tomorrow. 20 to 30 mile per hour winds. Yeah. It could be like a classic rain game, like with mud and everything. They are grass, I believe, out there, aren't they? Yes. Yes. Uh, 49ers, best uh, points allowed in the league. Second best run D. Seattle, third worst run D. All feeds into the Niners just being able to churn out yardage. And I thought the Seattle only hope would be maybe to hit Lockett or Metcalf on a big play. I think the weather's going to make that impossible. I, I I hate taking a team the third time. I really do. It is a lot of points, but yeah. I think I don't know if Seattle's even going to get to 10 points. I'll take the Niners. Greg. Too many points on the Niners. Too many bets on the 49ers. Stoney, I'm with you. I go counterculture. And look, the Niners did beat the Seahawks twice during the regular season. Every game is different. Give me the Seahawks. All right. Oh. We go to Jacksonville. That's a good The, the Jaguars hosting the Chargers. Chargers, a two-and-a-half-point Road favorite, John. I'm hoping that we see this matchup time and time again. Herbert versus Lawrence, two of the youngest quarterbacks, two of the most talented quarterbacks in the NFL. Uh, and I think that we're going to see both of these guys continue to grow. I think that the, the the Chargers and their defense, we've seen Lawrence at times look like the 
highly rated high school prospect, college prospect, rookie that he has been. Other times we see him be still a very young quarterback. I'll take Justin Herbert and his you know extra year of experience and getting there. So give me the Chargers. Gov. Uh, they played very early in the year, and it was an eye-opening result. The Jags beat them 38-10 to 10 out in L.A. Yeah. I do know that that was a game that got a little out of control late, later in the game. Um, you know, when you got a two-and-a-half-point spread, I always just go with who do I think is going to win. I think the Chargers are going to win this game. I, I don't trust the Jaguars' defense here. Uh, young team, great job this year. They've been on a roll ever since they lost yeah. to the Lions. But I, just, I think the Chargers will win this game, and... Since it's only two and a half, I'll take them. Greg. Yeah, that blowout was a big factor here uh, with the Jaguars winning in L.A. and blowing them out. The Chargers have everything to learn from that game, so give me the Chargers. I think the, the key name here that people always forget about, unless you have him on your fantasy team, is Austin Eckler. He is one of the most underrated great players in this league. I think he is a big game against that Jaguar defense that Tom mentioned. Uh it's a clean sweep here. We all like the Chargers. You know what? Just a quick on Eckler. It's kind of like he was labeled injury prone yeah. early in his career. We lo- would love to see DeAndre Swift do what he did mm-hmm. with his career and shed that label. All right. Sunday, the first game of the triple header. Buffalo at home giving 13 and a half points to the Miami Dolphins. Gov. You guys watched the Miami Jets game last week? Yeah. I just can't take that offense in this situation on, yeah. on the road. I can't. It, you know, if they had Bridgewater and it was sitting at this kind of number, this is humongous point spread for the playoff game, and it's so scary. But, you know, Josh Allen, the only thing maybe because Miami chances he's been turning the ball over, but he has zero interceptions against the Dolphins this year. I think this just has something like 31-10-13 written all over. It's a huge number. Miami's 1-4 against the spread against playoff teams this year. I'll take the Bills. Greg, no way the Dolphins can win this game with Skylar Thompson at quarterback. It's the perfect opportunity to take the Dolphins plus 13 and a half. Give me the fins. John. (laughs) No, you know what? It's I think there's a lot of things that the Bills are going to be playing for. DeMar Hamlin, the emotion behind it. I don't know if he's going to be there or not. Uh, I, I would be surprised this one if he is, but I think the Dolphins and that anemic offense without Tua, there's a lot of questions. There were questions surrounding uh, the coaches, uh, you know, status with the team if they didn't make the playoffs. So I'm going to take the Bills. I just think that they have, they're, they're just more consistent. People are actually suggesting that Mike McDaniel might even lose his job. Yeah, I think the Dolphins are done. Give me yeah. Buffalo big. All right, next game, ladies and gentlemen, will be the Giants at the Vikings. This is a very interesting contest. Uh, two and a half points. The Vikings are favored. Greg. Guys, when two football teams get together, there's a winner. There's a non-winner. But the real winner is... The game of football. Whopper, 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 whopper. Give me the Giants. <laughs> um, <laughs> that, thing, wow. that, that thing will stick in your head, yes. won't it? Uh, the Vikings are 7-9-1 and one against the spread They've lost their. They've lost five of the last six against the spread. The Giants thirteen and four against the spread. They've won their last four against the spread. Give me the Giants and the points. Gov yeah. or John, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm going to take the Giants as well. I think that Saquon Barkley will be able to run the ball. I think they're going to be able to get the ground game going, especially with the the added effect of of Daniel Jones. And we know that Minnesota is not great against the run. So, uh, in in the defense, you know, right now it kind of blows. 
Uh, so give me the Giants going up there and getting the win. Oh, boy. Going on the island here. Uh-huh. Oh, you were, you're going on you the Viking on, boat. I'm, I'm you take, were on the yeah, Vikings I'm, early. Yeah, yeah. I'm, on, I'm on the, what would they call that? The, the love boat. Yeah, the I'm love on the love boat <laughs> with Smoot and Bryant McKinney. And yeah. Dante Culpepper was That's my guy. Boat? Double-sided thing. Yeah. Uh, 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 so anyway, it's not uh, a flashlight. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, they did beat him by three at home a couple weeks ago, and... You know what, Daniel Jones, I think they're going to take away Barkley, and I don't trust Daniel Jones here. And I think the Vikings have heard this crap all year long. I think they're going to win the game. I'm going to apply the same thing I did in the yeah. Charger game, the three-point rule. But, man, I'll tell you what, I you know I had a good week last week, and I'm just kind of trying to get back to 500 for the year. I never thought Greg was in my sights, but if things go my way this week, I might be making a move here. Ooh. Ooh, Lots all right. of different picks. Yeah, that's right. He's got the dog in all three situations. I'm dead. All right. <laughs> Next, we go to Cincinnati where the Bengals are favored by eight and a half points over the Ravens. Obviously, the Ravens have a really good defense. Their quarterback situation is horrible. I think the Bengals are really good. I'll lay the eight and a half points. John. Yeah, I've, <laughs> I'm really cautious because I've taken the Niners – Minus nine and a half. I've taken the Bills minus 13 and a half. The Bengals minus eight and a half. And I would never take this many big points in in, a, in the playoffs. I just, I can't believe it. But that's kind of where we are this weekend as we approach this weekend of games and the quarterback situations. The Bengals, I think they're they're playing really good football. They want to. They want to prove that last year wasn't an anomaly. It wasn't a one-off. They want to to justify what happened last year and that Joe Burrow is here and he's here to stay. Uh, and I think that this is a methodical victory. I don't know that there's anything exciting about it. I think that they just continue to go down, put points on the board, and that Baltimore cannot score. Give me the uh, give me the the Bengals. Gov. You know what? Uh, of all the attractive dogs this week, I think the Ravens are the one. And there's some news that came out yesterday. It looks like Huntley is – I think Huntley's going to play based on what he threw yesterday. That's mm-hmm. fine. And I think that there's a big difference in that versus Anthony Brown. Oh, sure. Um, And guess what? I think he's one of the best coaches in football. He's going to have his team ready. They got a good kicker. Eight and a half a ton of points, you know. I- I'm going to go with the dog here. I'm going to go with John Harbaugh. Greg. Do y'all know the lyrics to the song by now? No way the Ravens can hang with the defending AFC champion Bengals with the banged up quarterback situation. It just can't be possible. Everybody's loving the Bengals. Give me the Ravens. You know, in last year, the the Bengals only won that Raider game in the opening round by five points. I right. mean, this is a ton of points yeah, to give the Baltimore right. Ravens. You're right. And uh, you sing the wrong song there. I thought you were going to cue it up on a tee. Yeah. Oh, oh Sunday, Sunday night. night. Yeah. Oh, Sunday night. Yeah, you got us to do it, <laughs> jerk. <laughs> uh, all right, finally, Monday night football. The Cowboys, two-and-a-half-point road favorite at Tampa. John. I just can't get over the interceptions that Dak Prescott has thrown. He's thrown 23 touchdowns, but 15 interceptions. This is going to be a really good defense that he's facing. Offensively, the Buccaneers, I don't think they strike fear into anyone. And a one-off with three touchdowns to Mike Evans isn't going to strike fear into anybody, especially the Dallas defense. They're young. They're cocky. They're going to play well. But, Gov, I'm going to take your theory. 
in a point spread that is this close. Take the team that you think is going to win. I'm going to go with the home team. I'm going to go with Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Gov. Yeah, I kind of alluded to it earlier in this week. It just in terms of this is the this is maybe one of the bigger just trust games of all time. Who do you trust? The Dallas Cowboys in the playoffs and Dak Prescott or Tom frickin Brady. Yeah. Game set match. Tom wins and advances. Greg, Vegas is expecting you to think that. They're expecting you to think that I will take simply Tom Brady in the playoffs. I will go the opposite. Give me the Cowboys. Okay. The Cowboys are 1-3-1 and one against the spread in their last five. Tampa Bay, 4-12-1 on the season against the spread, and they were six, they've lost six of their last seven they did not cover. Stoney, on that, though, against the spreads for the season, yeah. were they ever dogs at home? They are a dog at home. I know. Well, that's Has Tom why... Brady ever been a dog at home in the playoffs? He's got that dog in him. Yeah. Uh, their Buccaneers are getting a little healthier. Their defense is playing good. I think it's going to be a really good game. I'll take the home dog. Oh, give, me, give me the Bucks. Greg is on Cowboy Island. The yes. Cowboys screwed me out of some money last week. Oh, he's uh, putting emotion into so it. Co- I know. I know. <laughs> that's, that's why I'm in last place. Exactly. I can't remove emotion. And those are the picks. 97-1 the ticket. Odyssey celebrates the class of 2024. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. I met a guy recently who told me that he spends roughly $250,000 a month. I talked to another person recently who made $50 million at the age of 30. What do you do with that money? How do you spend it? How do you not spend it? What do you invest in? If you meet a rich person, these are questions everyone wants to know, but you're too embarrassed to ask. That's the whole premise of MoneyWise. We talk to real people who have made a significant amount of money, and we ask them all about their finances. My name's Sam Parr, and the podcast is called MoneyWise. That's one word, MoneyWise. You can find MoneyWise wherever you get your podcasts.